Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you. Introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute drowning in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share Podcast is brought to you by Union Digital Bank a fully digital bank with a mission to empower every Filipino everywhere by providing easy access to digital financial services for consumers and businesses. Union Digital Bank partners with startups to co-create financial products to meet the needs of their customers. Contact Union Digital Bank to explore how they can power your platform with embedded financial services. For more information about Union Digital Bank, please see their website at www.uniondigitalbank.io. Stay updated by following them on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Also by Shoppable Business, your number one source for procuring products for your business in the Philippines. Discover authentic branded products online. Shop bulk, save big, and secure authentic products with official sales invoices at Shoppable Business today. Also brought to you by Paymongo, the payment gateway for business growth. Paymongo allows your business to accept online payments from your customers through Visa, MasterCard, Gcash, GrabPay, Maya, online banking, Buy Now, Pay Later, and many more. All with just one platform. Sign up for free at paymongo.com. And brought to you by SeatCap. SeatCap is a lending platform powered by UBX Philippines. With SeatCap, you can easily apply for a loan from 5,000 pesos up to 1 million pesos from the comfort of your own home nationwide. Visit www.seatcap.ph, sign up, and apply for a loan now. That's www.seekcap.ph. Take your business to new heights by seeking capital with SeatCap. 
I always believe if the service or product that you have is great, it will never end. It will never end providing. So again, literal, our website back then is number ko lang and email ko lang. So we didn't have any marketing ads. We didn't have any marketing person in CM until today. So it, it, it didn't end by like, okay, nakuha tayo nila Republic, refer na naman, uh, daming bars no, no. So my mindset is make the clients happy and it will really multiply exponentially. Welcome to Hustle Share, the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Beitiong. Welcome to the latest episode of the Hustle Share podcast. We are super excited to get these two, again, fresh off raising 400k out of there. Is it pre-seed or seed? Pre-seed. Pre-seed. Pre-seed, my goodness. 100K yeah. for a pre-seed. That's <laughs> such an amazing feat. But without further ado, let's welcome to the show Miss Claire Onkanko and Miko Cornejo of Harlon. Whoop, whoop. Welcome to the show, Hi, guys. guys. Hello, hello, hello. How are you again? We're recording this on all Saints Day. <laughs> yeah. It's November 1. Yeah. There you go. They're one. in the middle of a cemetery as we speak. Uh, they have one mausoleum for each other, and I'm literally inside a crypt. No, mm-hmm. just kidding. But again, super, wow. super excited to have you guys on board. I'm blown away. Uh, I don't know what Parlon was prior to that, but I'm like, what? Where did this come from? And I need to know the story behind this and inspire the whole world. But Nico and Claire, before I get carried away, I need to ask you guys the million dollar question. Miko and Claire, what's your hustle? So, hi, I'm Claire. Here's Miko also. So, we're the founders of Parlon. So, Parlon is actually a combination of Parlor and Salon. You know, back mm. in the day, mostly, hoy, punta tayo, Parlor, Parlor. Or now, or in our generation, mostly Salons na. I think the newer generation now, the Gen Z's, they call it Beauty Hub, Beauty Studio. Beauty what? That's what it's called. I have no idea. Beauty there are Hub. a lot of you terms now. The, like, the, more, the, the newer Salons now, they're Beauty Hub, Beauty what? Lounge, Beauty Studio. Oh, right, so, cool. I think more of the titas will call, hoy, punta ka, Parlon. Parlor, parlor, parlor. I don't know what he says. But I wanted to immortalize the parlor, the, the mm. parlor word, parlor in salon. And definitely parlor will immortalize that. So what is parlor? So uh, in startups terms, it's B2B2C. So what is that? So we give a salon software to our merchants. Mm-hmm. We have a software to manage your deals, their bookings, their payments, their CRM. It's a powerful software. But at the same time, on the other side, we have an app and a website where you can discover, book, and buy the best salon and wellness deals nationwide online. So it's a beauty hack. Just go there. You get the best prices in Bra House, some deals there, Strip, Asta Salon, and more, more, more. That is amazing. And again, there's always a gap. I don't care what market is, as long as it's double-sided, like you said, B2B2C, there is a market gap always in terms of discovery and access. I, I yeah. it's, This used to be my pitch in my very first startup. Um, my first startup was a nightlife app. So it's similar yeah. to Parlon, uh-huh. yeah. but yeah. <laughs> it was called guestless.ph or PartyPile, whatever, if you've ever used it, uh, if you're a Tito like me. Okay, um, <laughs> basically, that's it. Giving establishment software 
and give it access to those people who want access to that software. And again, super, super excited to discuss that. But I need you guys to back it up real quick, okay? Because before we talk about parlors and stuff, I'm a parlor guy, okay? I'm a parlor guy. I, 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 I grew up in the hood, so I call everything parlor, okay? <laughs> but again, I need you guys to buckle up real quick because we need to find the origin story of how you guys did your hustle because we're going to have to ride the Hustle Share Time Machine. We're back in the early 2000s where everything is a parlor. There's no beauty hubs yet. <laughs> Whoever came up with that thing now I feel really right. old. <laughs> yes. Okay, so guys, before we, we, we start, I want to, I, I always ask this again. Every startup founder was never born. They were built. And I, I was, I've been looking at you guys with what you've done together in mm-hmm. Concept Machine. But I want to understand first your origin story before you decided to go uh, to work together. I'll start with you, Miko. Right? Um, yes. What was it like growing up? And what was your first exposure to hustling? Oh, okay. Okay, I was thinking maybe just back to college. You're talking like when I was a kid. No, yep. Um, okay, so it is probably avoiding the question, but I never really thought about hustling. Mm. Just because my whole character is just go with the flow, kind of. Like, ah, there's a homework when I was in school. I'll just do it. Be compliant, submit it to the teacher. That's the kind of person I was. Yeah. Obviously, that has changed because you're not going to survive in this industry, but let's, let's get there when we're there. Got it. So when I was a kid, it's just really get by and not get mad. I would get not get my parents mad at me. It's basically what I was before. Nice strategy. Again, if you, if you, if you got, got away with it, that's also good. But I want to understand. So there's a pivotal point for sure. And you said that, okay, not now. When did you first experience the grind? And when, uh, when did okay. that hit you? Okay. Well, I mean, this is not, obviously it's not rehearsed. When I met her. Nice. So, well, okay. So we met in college. Okay. We met in college. Where? In, Where is the college? Okay, AMDG it up. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> okay. Okay. And it's not it's like it's not in a friendly setting, not in like a, a party or sorry. Were more, you guys or, frat enemies? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean it's more like a work setting because like we met in Sangu and we also are org mates. Got so it. Sangu is like the student body. So Got it. So that's where we met. Yeah, student council. Sorry, student council. Okay. That's where we met. And then so it's more like, and then we were in the same course. He was a, a batch higher than me. Mm-hmm. So I was into programming, but that was just more because I wanted to experience, you know, I mean, I was still learning programming at the time. I was still, obviously, you're, you're still in school. I'm mm-hmm. still studying. And then she came in and said, hey, but do you want some graphic? I have some clients. I, she's into designing, um, ah. but she doesn't know programming. Go out to your website. So that's where I first kind of said, oh, I can earn as a student. And obviously, you don't have any concept savings. So all the things you earn, you can go with yourself. out. And, you know, me being the happy-go-lucky person, she, right. I want to do that. I just, you know, just give me clients. I'll program it. That's where our whole, I mean, partnership relationship started. Nice. Her giving, like, rackets when I was in school. And then I would start coding it in during my free time. And then that's where I also learned my love in programming. That is amazing. And again, just, just what year was this and what were the type of stuff you guys were building as you went along? Because that's always a, the, the, a good a good way. As you're learning new skills, your guinea pigs pay you, right? Because most of the time, you know, <laughs> your guinea pigs don't, they, right? And you're, oh, ah, I'll give you portfolio oh. for free. And you don't get paid. But if, yeah. if your practice game is paid, that's always going to be good. What were the type of stuff you were building at that point? Right. So at that time, uh, is it me or do you want to ask it there? So no, you first. Then we will okay. go to the main budulera in a bit. There oh, you go. Okay, got it. Okay. So at the time, obviously, that those this was a time where websites started to become like a hot thing, where everybody needed to have a website. Yeah. So I had to study 
I'm not sure if people are familiar with that. I had to study um, building websites. Oh yeah, PHP building okay. websites, quick CMS. Um, at the time, Joomla and we're. Oh my God, Joomla! <laughs> I haven't <laughs> heard that in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So I had to uh, search for CMS stuff like that. I had to study like, JavaScript, security like that, and then build the website. And so the thing was, our first project was in our org. So it was a what do you call this? X deal. It was an X deal, right? Ah. Um, it was an X deal where. We would go like train. Okay. They, they, they gave us a I don't want to say the the secret of the but I want to. Say, they would I, train I, I, us to do something. Okay, ABS-CBN. Okay, ABS-CBN. Okay, so ABS-CBN had like a training for us, um, like uh, modeling training, because I was just there really for. Um, you know how it was before. Um, mm-hmm. we do modeling in orgs, you know, and so that's what I just signed up for that. Because, nice. I mean. <laughs> so okay. I signed up for that. That's it. So I don't know. I can't explain. I'm always the guy at the back of the party that nobody pays <laughs> uh, attention to. Yeah, so we went to like they, they taught us how to ramp, you know, taught us how to walk around. And then the ex deal of that, little did I know, I had to quote unquote pay for it by creating a website. But basically that's uh that's the ex. Uh, <laughs> sneaky sneaky move ABS CBN. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Baka Clary knows more of the details. So that's how, I mean, how, how, we, how many years ago that was. So maybe I was missing the details. So there, that was the first, but that one wasn't a racket. That was like an official school or business. So that's where I started to learn programming. That was my first project. And I had to remember that I accepted that project not knowing, and this is real, not knowing. Well, obviously, that's a it's graduation. I mean, I say not knowing a single line of PhD. I don't know how to say it in the world, but that's basically it. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then that's where I learned how to study. I went to my senior, say, hey, how do you do this? How do you do that? And I, that really got me into it. And then that's where I met Claire. And he said, oh, you're learning now. And then she says she has a lot of contacts. Um, now I know she really has uh, after teen years of working with her. All right. It started with school orgs that needed websites, the Sangu website as well, the student council website as well. We, we charged our own student council <laughs> for our services. Um, it started small within our friends and families. And then it just, um, that's how it started. I'll, I'll let you ask the questions because I can go on forever. Okay, sounds good. Now let's okay. go to the main budulera right here. But before we talk about again how you guys first hustled together and how that eventually turned into concept machine. Uh Claire, what was your being a being a natural born salesman or having the gift of gab is not given to everyone. I want to understand your your origin story of how you first remember being exposed to hustling as a role model and how did you do your first hustle? Was that your first hustle or did you do anything prior to that? Yeah, I think back in high school. Yeah. I mean, ano talaga ako, mahilig mag-aral, you know. Wow. Uh, funny, <laughs> okay. Probably one of my first hustles. You know, you know, mga funny stuff that we can sell in school. Okay. But I think, I think the most funny stuff that I sold in school was, yun nga, mahilig ako mag-aral. Okay. Uh, so I, 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 you know, we have we we read novels in Filipino mm-hmm. or in English. Let's mm-hmm. I need some notes, footnotes. You, right. you know, I made some notes. Then I think nakita ng mga ibang classmates ko. Back in high school to, ah, nakita ng mga classmates ko. Like, I really summarized the novel. You were the chat GPT uh, before chat GPT. Oh, that's a internet. No, that's diba? nice. I summarized the novels. Then nakita ng ibang classmates. Then they actually, you know, parang product market fit. Oh, can I buy those? Can you share it to me? Those? I'll pay for it. So, okay. It's actually a parang genuine intent na parang I'm not selling it for 100 pesos, 200 pesos. But, oh, sige, 
sige, a Xerox 150. O, oh, di benta ko yung school. Nice. Pero in the end, pinatawag ko lang teacher na parang, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're teaching them to be tamad, diba? To be, parang, ano, not really read the whole novel. O, oh, sige, I stopped. Then probably nung college, yun na, dun na talaga nag-start yung entrepreneurial spirit and I, mm. I joined many orgs in college. Mahili kami sa org ni Miko. Actually, ang history, we, we were together in the student council. I was the chairperson. This Miko was the secretary treasurer. So talagang partner kami in the nice. school of science and engineering. So it's where we started. Okay, nagpo-program ka, nagde-design ako. So college naman ang hassle ko. You know, uso doon yung pagalingan ng Photoshop. Tapos right. Magaling kami gawa ng... Well, ako, mahilig ako mag-design. Yung mahilig, magaling kang gawa ng presentation. Okay. Yung medyo, pag mas maraming animation, cool ka. So, parang <laughs> minsan, may mga management friends ako na kailangan nila ng... Yung, yung presentation for their... Yeah. Ano, it's okay lang to. Kasi talagang, they, mm. they really ask help for those mas marunong magawa ng presentation. So, right. I think those yung mga kiddie hustles ko before mm. venturing into concept machine. Then yun, when I met Miko, we were partnered in... Talagang medyo destiny yon na we mm. were... They're together, me running as the chair and mm. me the secretary treasurer. Tapos yun designer ako, developer siya, or relaxed tayo. Yeah, that's, and you, you're not just a designer, you knew how to also sell. Again, if your very first hustle is already filling in a need. Again, at the end of the day, let's just call it what it is. Entrepreneurship is really bending the rules or borderline breaking the rules. We break <laughs> status quo. <laughs> Right, and if you're able to fill in those gaps with with services or products that you're able to do at the very early age, and you have the knack for it, it's just a matter of time till you figure out what that is. And of course, Parlon is the newest one right now. But if you were, you know how to swift and uh, sniff, swift sniff out those opportunities and fill in the gap when nobody is actually doing it, and it's just really gonna be something that you will you're bound to take advantage of over and over again and that's what i want to know now so again miko you talked about how you did your first hustle so now you apparently your org mates okay and there's destiny involved nah, la, this pala, there's a destiny. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i want to understand post-graduation mm-hmm. you said that it was just a racket you know can yeah, take some excuse yes. how did that turn into yes. a proper hustle. Yeah. Because again, most people, again, it, there's a lot of <laughs> paths towards entrepreneurship. Some people go corporate, some crazy people like us, me, I, I went, I mean, mm-hmm. I did corporate for a while, but just mm-hmm. to acquire skills, but I mm-hmm. always was decided that I'm going to do it as an entrepreneur in college. Pala. How right. For you guys, after graduation, did you go straight um, <sighs> concept machine? I'll, I'll, I'll get this. So, yeah, so actually, <laughs> we started Concept Machine back in college. So you the, the racket that we started, na okay, develop ka ako designer. So we got like all the Ateneo projects, yung mga mini projects, right? Student council, right. mga org projects. Then, you, you know, uh, we didn't apply for jobs anymore. Straight to entrepreneurship. Wow. Established concept machine. So, that's, that's where we started building websites, building mobile apps. And, you know, uh, we never marketed. Like, you you might see me as a salesperson, but we didn't have a website at all na, hey, for, or, uh, we have a website. So, it's mostly referrals and personal mm. contacts. Hey, pagawa ng website, pagawa ng website. It grew, it grew, it grew. And, and probably you, Miko mentioned about ABS-CBN but that was actually a student org project that's not a business project okay, so okay. okay. okay sorry na ABS okay if you're listening uh, to this actually <laughs> later on turned out 
Uh, we cater to different projects of ABS-CBN. Like, maalaala mo kaya. Lahat wow. ng post ng mga ABS-CBN <laughs> lahat ng Pamasco Station ID website nila nun. Ginawa namin. And probably, magugulat ka, Ron. Actually, we built all the club's website. Back I saw! Our... Republic! Yeah. Yeah. We worked with the, the group. That group. Yeah, lahat yon Nag-okay okay, yun. Is it lahat, Kim Yauza that yes. you are working and there? Yeah. Kim is my batchmate, yeah. And Stephen. Yeah, so... Yeah. Those actually we started with those also yung mga mga club projects and you know yeah. habang lumalaki then uh, we were able to tap different agencies like Makan. So wow. we also build uh, websites of all kinds of beer, San Miguel flavored beer, San Miguel Pale Pilsen, San Miguel. Amazing. So, hanggang na nauwi na sa mga banko and of course bigger projects. And actually now so far pati startups na rin. Some some would tap us to ask help to augment their tech team or help yeah. them get your MVP. Yeah. And that's amazing. Just just looking at it again, looking at your LinkedIn, you've been doing this for 14 years and nine months. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a long time. But here's and that's before, not no, no, Exactly. Again. And straight out of college, but here's yeah. what I always see. Happened to me so many times that I still make rookie mistakes in year mm-hmm. 15, right? I want to understand because people don't understand the gravity of having that decision to be an entrepreneur straight up. You're going to be bound to make a lot of rookie mistakes. It's going to hurt. Because even if you do have experience from corporate or whatever, you think you know, you know, and oh, you've, I've listened to Hasa Share. I know these problems. It's different when you're the one running the ship. I want to understand first, because again, straight out of college, maybe it's naivete, but I love that you guys are already gung-ho that, yo, this is the path we're going to do. What were the very first struggles? Because again, websites, who knows how to benchmark a website pricing and whatnot? And everyone, oh my and, God. Then, and then also, there's a lot of competition also. That's like, hey, oh, this is God. the hot new potato that, that's going to be thrown around. <laughs> what were those very first struggles in the first few years that you, had, you guys went through? Who wants to get this? Me? Or yeah, well, you can go <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, okay. So I'll backtrack a bit. Okay. It was automatic for Claire. Um, to get to entrepreneurship because I think that's what she really wanted. As as she mentioned in high school, um, she was already selling. Um, when I was in college, I was really thinking that this is really a racket. Okay. Um, and then I was really readying this as a as a resume for me to work in like the major companies: HP, Accenture, Indra. Right. Like that. That's where all my pathways went. Mm. Um, in the start. Um, and then we had this like conversation. I remember that we had this conversation with Claire. We said, "Oh, we're doing good." But I'm clients. Um, going at into business. And I was fourth year then. And she's here yeah. higher, so she's already done. And it really hit me. Oh my god, I'm really my match mates. Holy shit. Uh, 2010. Are you guys born 88? Yeah, 87. 87. 87. Yeah. We good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So I'm just as a dinosaur as you are. <laughs> so yeah, and then that's where it hit me like, oh, it's a choice. It's a choice not to work. Mm. Um, and I did not have that entrepreneurial mind because I was just really a builder in my head. Like, yeah. tell me what to do um, and I'll do it. Something that kind of thing. And I'm happy with the structure. I'm happy with like, going to class. So that, I just really need to say that because the first, I guess, two years of being an entrepreneur, because I told her, yeah, okay, fine. Well, actually, okay, back up a bit. The plan was, I was thinking maybe Claire would run out of clients and then I can apply. That's my plan. Something Little like that. did you know that she has the super <laughs> she never gift. Did. She never did. So I said, I don't want to apply because I didn't have like super hustle mind yet. I didn't apply with like a side job. Like maybe three or four websites and I'm going to go a day job. Yep. 
So I was thinking maybe it's going to drill down to two, then we start applying, it never happened. So I said, okay, fine, let's just do this. And that's where it really had to click because from a doer programmer kind of thing and an entrepreneur, it's a huge leap. And it took me probably three years. We're not going to cover all of that in this podcast. Three years because you can't be passive. You can't wait. No, you're not going to wake up looking for tickets. There was no content tickets at the time. Like, you know, you have to make your own time. You have to make your own, you know, work proactively. Mm-hmm. So that three years, I just would sum it up to my learning experience was as really passive. I thought of entrepreneurship as free time just because, you know, fresh out of college, you control your own time. Where yep. are you going to go? <laughs> right. Right. And then I believed in my skills so much that I can finish website in two days like that. Mm. So it like that. So what am I going to do the rest of the week? So, so I work Saturday, Sunday, but like that, my weekend. <laughs> so like that. So that turning point, really, that's one of the learning how to be proactive and then also learning to be the front of the business because your actions, it reflects on the business. So I had to learn how to talk to clients, yeah. how to start, you know, dressing up. I mean, it sounds so trivial, but you can't be in flip-flops. When I was in college, I was always in flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> um, how to, you know, the stance to uh, to present yourself. And then you also have to... And then it's just not anymore just programming. Because when you start them... And again, you can cut me because... So when you start a business or when you start like a programming kind of job, you don't know the scope. And then the scope affects the price kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? So we had to learn something like, okay... You can't say make me an inventory system because that could mean five million, that could mean fifty thousand. Right. <laughs> you don't know if it's in or out or it has like the, the whole AI stuff, but you don't know it. So that's where we had to learn how to talk to the clients, you know, how to flesh out the requirements. And it's when we say learn, it's not like we did it by the way. There's a lot of stepping stones between yep. from a programmer. You just say, listen, uh, okay, you want to code it right away. So there's two things planning for the sake of tech, also planning for the sake of business. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'll stop there first. So, so my learning, just to summarize, my learning is that the whole programming thing shouldn't start in programming. It should start first with accounts, with the yep. whole thing, business, business um, case. relationships, like that. Mm. So CM, Concept Machine, CM really taught us to wear six hats because we were just, well, we had a partner before. We were just three. So mm. it taught us um, account relations, account management, because kind of finance, it taught us programming, it taught us everything you have to know in like a, the, the dev world. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. But yeah. for you, Claire, what what are you, what were the first struggles that you remember? Because again, fresh out of college, not knowing what you don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And again, just basically being naive. Uh, we all went through that at one point, but I want to understand how you then took this on. Mm-hmm. It's not really struggle. It's more in learning by doing. So mm-hmm. it's fresh out of college. Technically, uh, it's your first client, first client of this industry, first client of that. Of course, my period. <laughs> but of course, if your your mind is always committed, I'm going to launch this project in flying colors and unicorn colors. You'll mm-hmm. really achieve that goal. No? Uh, yeah. Probably not really a struggle, but a learning experience on, which is very helpful for building a startup, is mm-hmm. transitioning from, as we mentioned, I was the designer, Miko was the developer. So talagang, it's easier eh, pag ikaw gagawa, right? You control the deadlines. But it will be different now to transition as the doer to building teams na. So All of right. course, if kaming dalawa lang ni Miko, we can just make what? X number of websites per month, per week, per day, mm-hmm. right? 
But of course, we need to transition from me, Claire as a designer, Miko as a developer, to of course, scaling up to different teams. So that's where we can afford slowly. It can happen naturally. So my mm-hmm. projects, but I remember the Republic sites, kami pa nila Miko yung nag, nag to turbo nun. Mga, we right. just had one to two employees back then. Wow. But slowly it grew. We, uh, may article nga kami sa Entrepreneur Magazine before pa nun, parang laptop at laway lang puhunan. So we didn't have to work I love it. Actually, Yeah. Ang office lang namin noon, Starbucks sa Katipunan. Doon kami, wala kaming office, hindi pa uso yung co-working space back then. Right, like right. Accelerate, right? Mm-hmm. So, talagang laptop at laway lang puhunan. We slept at McDo, Starbucks, McDo, Katipunan kasi 24 hours eh. Right, so, right. So, again, back then, I was designer, Miko was the developer, but that's not sustainable. We, it, right. we, we can earn money, it's good money, but later on, if you want to offer for banks, offer to big companies, it has to be a team. So, it was not an easy journey na, okay, Miko, tomorrow, hire na tayo, marunong tayo mag-manage, di ba? Mm-hmm. I don't know you know about this, di ba? Transitioning from a soul, pag founder ka na, then you'll have team, team, team. In startup world naman, it's zero to one, one to 100, 100 to unicorn. Yep, yep. And I think the whole concept machine experience actually groomed us to where we are now actually in pardon. Intense, that 14 years experience, if Ooh. we haven't done that in, in concept machine, I don't think we will be able to launch pardon what it is now. Just to add, also the mindset and how we approach building a startup yeah. in a team. Because the mindset before was, it's different. The money will come through projects. The money won't come through investment. So mm-hmm. our growth as a team in CM is based on our performance as a company. So the more projects, then we can hire, which is traditional business. So we, mm-hmm. we entered this startup scene knowing that that's how it's supposed to be. Earn, then increase. Earn, then increase your team. Correct. Yeah. And that's the right way. Um, again, a lot of the startups that are... That- Got a shit ton of money, also, including us. Again, we're we're chasing the growth, but at the end of the day, if you don't have, if you don't know how to sustain that and make it banga with with the most important metric, which is your revenue or or mm-hmm. even profit, right? Then it's going to be hard to sustain a certain scale if your revenue is not going to catch up. And that fundamentally is always the name of the game. Now, last question we take with before we take our first break. Just very very curious because again, if Miko's mindset back then, he used talking about mindset that ah, mana. Take this on for a bit because Claire might run out of clients. Right? <laughs> And at the end of the day, the name of the game, I don't care what your business is or what business model you have, sales cure all. Claire, I want to understand how you, you, you made that work. Now, you, <laughs> Miko was expecting you were going to run out of clients, <laughs> but you never did. And you said you didn't have market, you didn't do market. What's the secret sauce? How did you get that done? So probably this is in you. Uh, this is also in connection with Parlor. I always believe if the service or product that you have is great, it will never end. It will never end providing. So again, literal, our website back then is number ko lang and email ko lang. So we didn't have any marketing ads. We didn't have any marketing person in CM until today. So it mm. it, it didn't end by like, okay, nakuha tayo nila Republic, refer na naman, uh, daming bars no, no. So my mindset is make the clients happy and it will really multiply exponentially. So it will multiply within that department. At mm. the same time, it will multiply to different network then. So, yun. So, so far, never until Good now. old word of mouth. There you go. Mm-hmm. Word of mouth. And good product. And good service. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Now, let's take our first worst break. Not worst break. <laughs> <Let's>, <laughs> now, let's take our first break and when we come back, we will now talk about, again, how they leveled up also to become real 
executives of Concept uh-huh. Machine and how that became Parlon again as, as a new baby startup. Well, let's talk about that more after the break. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCON PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at saschallenge.ph that's sasschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back in the break. We are still with Miko and Claire of Parlan, who then told us their origin story. 15 years of doing concept machine as an agency. But here's the thing. I, I really want to understand this because the agency business is easily one of the most cutthroat businesses out there. You know? People will try to always undercut you in pricing. Of course, if you're good, you can always maintain a high high price and whatnot. But I want to understand, in an agency business, especially if it's B2B, you're always going to be affected by the worst plague that exists in agencies around the Philippines. Nobody freaking pees on time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody I- pays on time. Your burn is monthly. Everything is stuck in accounts receivable. So let's just let's start with that. How are you able to survive all these years bootstrapping this when, my God, collections is so hard? How did you guys get this done? Okay. even start? Okay. okay. I'll start with this. The, the reason why we survive is because uh, the bootstrap is the reason why we survive. Mm. Um, because we did not have high OPEX. We nice. came in. As a, it's a B2B, obviously, registered SEC, everything, but we were five, three are partners, two programmers, and mm-hmm. we wear six hats because we didn't come in as like, oh, I invested five, uh, 10 people with sales marketing and then I have to pay all of them. No, 
So we felt like we were in a big boy table every time we're on a bidding. Um, and obviously, that was the, the way it was before. Um, agencies mm-hmm. ask for bidding. They will say, um, here's the brief. And then, you know, give your timeline to everything like that. So for us, we took it as, it's not like, what's our pipeline? That's how we started. And our concept of price. And obviously, we were not the highest. We're also not the lowest. But we were one of the fastest um, in terms of delivery. Mm-hmm. And we were also in the fast in terms of response because there was no bureaucracy yet. And I think that's what the agencies really like. It's like when they talk to us, we had time to do POCs. We had time to do free stuff. We designed before we got the bids and all of that. Um, and so we created an extra service because it was just really us. And if we can do overtime, we will do overtime. So so that's my initial answer to that. It's um, We were able to do this because we controlled our time and we didn't have any more people. Got it. But how did yeah. you get the cash if nobody paid on time? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah. So, yeah, probably, as mentioned, walang, ano to, walang capital from parents. Talagang mm. what earn? Tarang re- re- invest and all. We roll over. Mm. We, like for, for, for the cash and bootstrapping. No? So, tech is kind of expensive. So, I know how to price. Mm. I know how to price. Though, uh, yung kwento nga ni Miko na bootstrapping since coming tatlo lang, that cha- it changes the game when we started employing. So of course, all should make sense. Like how I price the projects. Uh, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I, in Tagalog, you need to have peace, eh, diba? Uh, pagdating ng Christmas time, 13th month pain ako. Tayo yung pinaka, ano ha, diba? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, I made sure that clients are enough to cover the expenses. So, yeah. we are not high in OPEX. As mentioned, we don't have any marketing. Ang puhunan talaga is good service and good. Uh, kaya sanay kami sa t- lean team. Even in, in in the startup world, we know how to manage resources efficiently. So that's nice. how we call the game. So tech is expensive, so at least it covers the cost. If hindi magbayad three to six months, and even some would not pay for one year, right? So yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I know the feeling because uh, my my second startup that uh that I created is a chatbot development agency. So similar to you, Miko, I didn't know shit what I was selling, but I knew how to sell it. Sort of like, yeah. right? Um, and it just kept piling on, piling on, piling on. But again, just got lucky also that it got acquired one year after I put it up. So perfect. There you go. Um, but I, I want to now understand from your uh, point of view as a leader, right? Again, you couldn't, you can only do so much being a three-man team. Right. What was the trigger? Because this is also where a lot of startup founders struggle. I literally mentor startups in Kubo. And one of the things that I usually cover is how to build their team. Mm -hmm. It's not really Mm -hmm. how, it's when. It's a a when, right? When do you start hiring? Because you're right. Once your OPEX or once your burn becomes huge, it's going to be hard to let people go, whether they're contractual, whether they're still on probation, and especially once they're regularized. How did you then, can you just describe that as a leader? What was the trigger? Like, okay, keep it lean, keep it lean, keep it lean until the point that, yo, we can't keep it lean. And how did you surround yourself with the right people to basically mm-hmm. fire yourself for? Because you, technically, that's what it, what happens. You fire yourself so that you can do other stuff. How did yeah. you guys get that done? Yeah, probably Miko can answer on how the hiring happens. But probably the trigger point to us when uh, we mentioned that we did lots of bars already, agency. The agency route, it's getting bigger now. So we get projects a lot. 
like all FC, FMCG beers, diba? But when we get to the point that we're serving also top conglomerates, like even banks, that's really serious business. It's not just any more website, website na, you know, if it crashes, it, you can't just view an, in, view an information. But when you talk about banks, talagang, it, it's a different kind of system anymore. Then, so when we venture into more direct clients, not just okay. agency, like directly to PNB Savings Bank, you know, check a group of companies, those kinds of companies, and the project gets bigger. Ah, hindi na to kaya, kaming tatlo, dati, hindi na to kaya, kailangan na talaga, we have a dedicated designers, we have dedicated developers as well. Because Miko can only do so much, and even me, I kind of stop designing now. I can only design things. And the the new turning point, especially in startup, this will not grow. This will just be a boutique agency, a yeah. baby company. It's AKA nakaseka nga, but technically it's a freelancer job. Yeah, right. self-employment. Uh, self-employment. We wanted to make it a, a really scalable and launching bigger projects. Correct. That's so how did you uh, build the team, Miko? Right. So yeah, I mean, the summary of players is um, when it was painful for me already, time-wise. Um, that's okay. when I thought it's impossible for me, um, even if I work 24 hours, it's just too many projects. I mean, that's... that's um, Always a good problem it, to have, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, here's how conservative I was thinking. We think Even then, my first question was, is this just a spike and it will go back to the, the same level after this? And if it's just a spike, then I will just not sleep for one month because right. I don't want to hire because of a spike. That's okay. my mindset at the time. Um, and so I talked to Claire and then it's always like, that. do you think this is the new normal? Because <laughs> I'm going to start hiring. <laughs> yeah. like that. And, and then the first thing I, obviously the easiest position to fire yourself is from the day-to-day activities. You don't want to give away um, the higher level jobs first. So it's easier. We started hiring um, programmers. They started hiring the tours. That's the first thing. Um, I didn't hire any like analysts. I didn't hire any others um, because I wanted to do the thinking. I just wanted to do the UTOS and then you, you start doing it. And then I didn't have any training on project management. Sorry, Mr. Alpok, my thesis teacher. Who's okay. about- <laughs> I didn't have any real training on project management. So the way I managed was, I'll go to war with you. And my, my people always tell me, hear me say this, I go to war with you, meaning I'm always with you in the project. It's just that you're relieving, let's say, 50% of the project off my plate. If yeah. I would do 100%, you will do 50%. But I still know where the project is. So if there are like six projects, I'm probably doing 20% of each. And then the 80% will be done with the programmers. But we didn't have any project management tool. We didn't have any of that. Just because every day, I know where it is. Just yeah. every day, every day. So that, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a, it's a pro and a con. Because... The, the 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 con is it's not real project management it's still not scalable <laughs> but the pro there is i started learning how to trust people i started learning that you know the people will be able to do 80 percent or you can do 20 percent right and then i started scaling back eventually to the point where i didn't say code a single um piece of a project and then that's mm. where i started actually trusting people mm. is is a skill on its own actually right absolutely and that's as yeah. a founder one of the things that you're we all struggle with because we're all most founders are super Swiss knives, right? You can, you're not a one-trick pony. You can do a lot of things and do it very well, right? That's why you decided to be a founder and you want to bet on yourself. But one of the things we, a lot of the, the, the journey of founders, again, from being a self-employed or a, a DIY type of guy, is finding those, 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 those timings on when to delegate Mm-hmm. And when not, and to actually uh, let it go, when you delegate, like, wait, am I still gonna be with uh, you? Am I gonna be uh, breathing down your neck? 
Right. Yeah, because this is how I used to do it. You're, you're gonna have to be your own police in not being uh, entrusting the system that you want to build. Because if you're gonna be stuck, you know, micromanaging and still stuck with those old processes that you you used to do, then your company is also gonna be stunting in growth. Did you right. guys go through that phase as well? And how did you get over that? that right. Thing? For the most part in Concept Machine, it is always the project management style of a college project. It's like we're allowed and we, there's no Gantt. I mean, sorry, there was no Gantt charts, but we, ha- we had a deadline in mind. It's okay. more like, let's go in, you know what to do. Um, it's, I want to say, kind of like engineering driven, not project, um, project manager driven. Like everybody knows what they need to do. Everybody knows what they need to push and commit like that. And at that time, okay, I'll step back from being a businessman. At that time, I was satisfied with that. Because we increased our capacity um, on the business side. And okay. then we're now able to serve, let's say, 10 projects at the time. Mm-hmm. And I said that if we, well, I, I was mid-20s at the time. So if we peaked, and I say like this is the peak CM, um, mm-hmm. where it's not like through corporate, I'm happy. I was happy at the time. So parang, right. I'm earning good money. Um, I didn't have, not when didn't have the urge. But like if, because I was thinking that um, there's a, I, I also knew, I was self-aware. That there's also a wall to that kind of management style. I can't still know all of the projects and be at war with everyone at the ground level. I still have yep. to fire myself on the ground level. Um, early 20s or mid-20s, I was not ready to do that because I enjoyed the coding. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I was not ready to do that. You like the one. Um, <laughs> and then eventually when I started being a little bit older, closer to 30s, I said, okay, I think I need to hire a PM. I mean, a real PM. Um, I need to hire like someone who can talk to the clients on my behalf. So, so I think it really comes at age where it's just too much to talk to. And then you realize that actually talking to people and, and holding relationships is also, I mean, obviously you say programming 24-7 is nakakapagod to talk to people. It's <laughs> about, that's what, the, that's what my a, devs always say. It's a different kind of tired. So yeah. um, we were able to form a full team, maybe eight years into CM. I mean, that you say it's slow, but we really resisted that because um, yeah. we want, that's how conservative we were. So we, full team meaning my designers na baka five naman, five or PM, six. PM. But yeah, my PM, my QA, my gano na. And then, I probably just pick out the projects I want to do and then the other projects kayo na bahala. And then that, that went on until I said, we go out and start. <laughs> Got it. All right. Now, but I want to understand, of course, when you get to that level, say, now you've really decided that you will really fire yourself and build a team around it. You mm-hmm. also have to evolve as a leader. Because the dynamics mm-hmm. change. It's no right. longer just you you two or you three or whoever that, that's going to be a certain level. Now there's a hierarchy involved, but you still need right. to get them uh, that same buy-in that you would have. And their perspective is different. They're not co-founders. Mm-hmm. They're, their employees are on your payroll. Mm-hmm. Mayor, I want to understand how you guys evolved as a leader. And then also, I want to understand too. Let's just call it what it is. You guys are together. How did you divide the personal squabbles? Of course, there's mm-hmm. going to be tampuhan sometimes. And how did you also divide that with and not lead, let that bleed over into work? Probably I'm more guilty about... Uh, I, now, I, can, I really can't stop talking about Parlan. Like, okay. even, <laughs> Parlan, 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 Parlan. 
Which is good. Mm-hmm. And even even in college, kasi talagang ano ko eh, like if concept machine, I'm a lawyer also. Like what I want, I really can't stop talking. So of course, with personal relationships and and you know the work, it it really merges. Even though yep. okay, let's have a work life balance. Let's not talk about there's work no coffee. such thing in entrepreneurship. <laughs> Sorry, podcast, over coffee, over inuman. It, it I really cannot. Nope. And I know it's nakakainis for me ko, but I really cannot prevent it. Parang oh, parlan, parlan, parlan. So. Uh, so sometimes it causes friction, yeah. but I think it, it's a double-edged sword. So it's, yeah. it causes friction for relationships, it causes friction for work. But in, at the end of the day, our, we have a main goal, we have the same goal, but to make Parlon the the company that we want. Yeah. Uh, sounds yeah. good. Again, I'll just go back to the, the other OG questions. All right? I threw you two questions at the same time. Uh, what? How did you guys evolve as, as leaders as, when you do this? Because of course now with Parlon, you already had practice with CM because a concept machine that okay, this is how we run a team as a as a as a board or as as co-founders. There's layers of what we can only tell. I struggled with this, uh, FYI. Um, also, it d- depends on also headcount. So uh-huh. in PNA is 60, 70 people, and I had a co-founder. In my first two startups, I party file had peak 20, chatbot pH around 30. And everything was just one down for me. So it's, it's still manageable. Right. But anything north of 40, 50, my God, I need an HR. Nah, there's so uh, many things and I cannot carry the drama of politics or whatever, right, whatever right, they're, right. they're building. It's just too much. How did you yeah. guys evolve through those times? Because of course, Parlan's lucky because what they got in 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 Parlan is already a, is a Hinog model from you guys. <laughs> you, you did that practice in Concept Machine. But how yeah. did you guys get do it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so to answer your question there is we never hit past 30 in CM. So it was an all one down. Uh, we didn't have like a 70, 50 man team. So um, it was really, yeah, so it was really just one down and it just advice. Um, I think most of what I learned now is that if you still want to be involved, it just happens in executive meetings or like um, the group meetings where they would run through all of the projects. Yep. And then your involvement is just really advice and consultation. Like you should be doing this instead of doing that. If you do this, um, I was there in that position. Don't do that. Something like that. And then let them grow. Because here's the thing, that You always want to catch them before they stumble. Pero you can't and you won't. You won't. And let them. You won't. They're going to bleed, man. That's yeah. it. <laughs> but like you can see them from afar doing the things they were doing five years ago. And it's like, ah, I know that's going to happen. But then you tell them, but they still do it. And then, I mean, peace. <laughs> but they would learn after that. So um, there's also that um, lesson of if it's not that core or crucial, let them fall a bit. Because what? I mean, like, delay the two days. I mean, right? mm-hmm. And then they will be better after that. Sounds good. All right. Now, okay, I'll just uh, segue a little bit before we talk yeah. about Parlan. Because, you know, Claire doesn't. It's not challenge enough yet with CM lang. She had to up the ante and study law and become a lawyer. <laughs> and aside from being a faculty member, oh my, my God. God, how are you able to jump? Okay, walk me through this process. CM, you're boodling and you're studying at the same time. Those are two different parts of your brain that will have to have to. So, and again, you also will be using the only commodity that you have that both need. Which is time. How were you able to get that done? Be- becoming faculty, becoming a uh, studying law, and becoming a lawyer. I don't understand how. Uh, I think I, I 
I was or I'm really a good time manage time manager. So so mm. the history behind that, I achieve dreams one at a time, technically. Mm. So I I built CM, but I also wanted to become a lawyer. So, medyo risky talaga yon when kasi I just stopped one year after college then proceeded to law school then juggled concept machine and lawyering. So, bidil noon, wow. yun magturo, no? So, talagang I don't party. Hindi ako customer ng... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kimi There you go. Sorry, Marie Shindo. There you go. Mm-hmm. So, I don't party even in, in law school. I don't go out much with my law school blockmates. So, it's really a choice of me na I want to become a lawyer and at the same time, I want to build this company. So, I really juggled concept machine at the same time, law school. As in literal noon, my breaks, uh, even even habang nagre-resit, nagla-laptop ako yun, gumagawa ng proposal. Or at the mm. same time, right after law school, takbo, bidding, takbo, meeting, client. So I really didn't have time to all the extra. No, no. Then even though this, I tried to move around my schedule also, like for example, like kailangan may Saturday classes. So nakiusap pa ako sa school na pwedeng wala akong Saturday classes because I needed a Saturday to work also for concept machine. Mm. Then I I was recruited as the professor for IT entrepreneurship with this new kind of course. So I, I'm kind of young teacher back then. Alam ng students ko to. I don't submit grades on time. Why? Because sakto yane. Eh. Finals ko is yung deadline ng grade submission. So I really cannot. Yun yung sinasabi ko. So talagang mm. managing time well nung calendar ko niya. Wow. But juggle probably, oy, si Miko. So probably, I'm I'm lucky to have good partners. Like, uh, in consequence, I will not be... Talagang natuto na siya, no? And, you know, mm. I mean, uh, we were able to handle it. And it's business. Probably, for me, uh, it's harder probably to juggle a full-time corporate job mm. and lawyering. And legal, legal yeah. school. Because corporate job, you need to be the, in the office. Yeah. But in, in entrepreneurship, at least I have my own time. Correct. I just need to be disciplined. So, pagdating ng law, pagdating ng law classes, performance level ako, recite, recite. Pagdating ng bid, performance level din ako to bid. You know? So, it's really time management. That's amazing. As I've mentioned, achieving one dream at a time. No naging abogado na ako, doon ako humirit ulit kay Miko. Oy, gawa tayong startup. So. There you go. Oh, and I, I've seen this, I've seen this in, in, in the flesh. My late co-founder who passed away this year is also a lawyer. Right? Mm-hmm. He used to be the cor- Corsac, oh, no, he used to be a lawyer of Kickstart mm-hmm. and who was Corsacing and then I boodled him to become a, my co-founder in Podcast Network Asia. But he never gave up lawyering. He still has uh, clients that he he, yeah. Again, and I've seen it. Okay, I, I kind of know what what mode he is in. It. If he's in a best in a full three piece coat, like I know who you are today. You are not my <laughs> co-founder. You are attorney. There you go. So that that's amazing. But I want to understand this, uh, Claire, real quick, and especially for you. Growing up, a lot of people that listen to this uh, actually, a lot of people that listen to this podcast are aspiring entrepreneurs, and you know, entrepreneurship is a decision that you have to take. And then the, the, that decision, uh, the main fabric of that is sacrifice and delayed gratification, right? A lot of the people that I've encountered, especially the young ones right now, always fall with FOMO, right? Like, oh my God, everybody is in Boracay during, Lay Boracay is the shit, you know, where everybody's doing all of these things. But how did you resist that FOMO when everybody looks like they're killing it on social media, and they're having so much fun. And here, you're just determined that one dream at a time, 
but I'm not gonna re- I'm not gonna take uh, uh, there's gonna be sacrifices that you're gonna make. How did you stay in line when it's so much easier, especially if you're in the wrong crowd? I- I'll just go on tangents a little bit. I remember some of my employees. They're what 22, 23. Of course, we were on a grind. Startup uh, in in PNA was like, okay, he, this guy was the hardest worker in my team, and then all of a sudden he he started like not delivering c- certain things. It's like, what's going on? And then apparently the 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 group that he started surrounding himself with, it's like, oh, let's FOMO, let's party. You're missing out so much. Mm-hmm. At 22, 23. Had that guy been exposed to, say, supported partners like Amico, <laughs> who understand the grind and the pay the, the payoffs down the road, would have been a totally different thing, right? But mm-hmm. again, as an entrepreneur, not sure if you can actually catch the FOMO and expect to do well. You kind of have to choose somewhere. How did you get that done? Mm-hmm. Number one, back in law school, parang, I, I think I didn't have social media that time. I didn't okay. have Facebook. Uh, probably Miko can answer for my, me. Parang, I'm probably not uh, really affected by FOMO. Yeah. I really don't go out a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, our office in Rockwell, so parang, uh, I just stay here. As in, in the I drink wow. downstairs. I okay. just hear. So probably Miko can make one talk about uh, how did she get this done? Okay. <laughs> okay. Now I'll speak for myself and then Claire because Claire was like that since, since high school. I think she, whenever. So um, wow. I told you after dad going to see and having my own time, inubus ko na sa first two or three years yung, uh, the other life. And then because I, after that, I started to not care about what the outside world was doing and not give a, and then just F. care about yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and care about where I want to be and where I wanted to go. So yeah. anything I see on social media, and before, because you know, when you were kids, it's always like, what do they think of you? Yeah. You, you should have like that certain type of um this image, and you should be seen in a bar at least once in your once a week in your Instagram <laughs> post, or else you're not cool. Yep. Um, something switched in my brain. I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care where you are. You're in Hong Kong. You're doing that. I'm gonna do this. And that's what I care about. And then when you close your mind to that world, obviously, you can socialize. But if you close your mind from the opinions of other people, like it doesn't hit you anymore. It's a whole different world. And right. I learned that two years after enjoying that two years. Totally after. agree. <laughs> and I, I even had this quote that I live by because I used to care a lot too. Right? <laughs> I, I was driven by what people perceive me by. And yes. I was trying to impress people yes. that really don't freaking like me or I don't like either. Just just yes. because, I mean, that, a lot of kids operate that way. Yes. Until I encountered this quote. Uh, it, I'm paraphrasing, but it goes something like, I tried to pay my bills using their opinion, but they, uh-huh. they, they, don't, they, they don't accept it. Something like that, right? Yeah, okay, got it. Like, okay, what, 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 your opinion don't matter. If you don't pay my bills... Your opinion does not matter. Uh-huh. Right? That means you don't add value to my life. So sorry if I'm going to be money monetarily driven, but if you don't add value to my life in any, and at least spiritually, emotionally, whatever, what you say don't matter. You can tell me whatever, I don't give a fuck. Right? Yeah. It, it doesn't matter to me. And I love that discipline. And only entrepreneurs, and not, not, not only, but it's rare mm-hmm. that uh, 
people have that determination and that discipline because it's easy to get FOMO'd in the wrong group. Right. Right. If you're the only guy that's being contrarian and you're supported by all these, well, let's party, let's do drugs, yeah. let's do whatever. Then I don't care if you're going to hold out again. You're the average of the five people you spend time, spend the most time with. If most people are like that, you're going to cave in. Right. And, you know, if you guys are aligned, now I understand how that works. Now, again, you had that conversation. So one dream at a time, Claire. Okay. So CM, faculty, attorney Claire. How did that turn into Parlon in 2019? Because Miko is mind blown. Like, you're not yet done. What else are your dreams? <laughs> How did you have this conversation? And why Parlon? Okay. So actually, this idea, parang this idea has been lingering with me since college. Zomato pa nun eh. Yung parang mm. you can, can search restaurants via Zomato, yep. right? You can see the menu. Sabi ko, so you, mahilig talaga ako magpaganda. So, so hindi ako napupomo. Which is good for me ko. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so hindi ako napupomo. Basta mag-beauty products ako, mag-salon ako, sa dogs ko. I'm happy. Okay. So, uh, back in college, I go to the nail salon and different salons. So, sabi ko, parang siya na may platform like Zomato that you can you can check out the menu na without going there. Kasi sometimes it's jahit as pagpasok mo salon, di ba? Na hindi mo pala afford yung kulay. So, I just wanted a place na yeah. I wanted to check out the menu. So, that was okay. back in college. So, of course, hindi naman kaya in college. Parang I, this idea has been lingering. Kasi nga, mahiling magpaganda. Law school, talagang gustong-gusto ko na to gawin. Kasi every time after after finals week, talagang full pampering gagawin ko. Then, papakulay talaga ako, ganyan. I really like going to the salon. Sabi ko, sana okay. talaga may gumawa nito. Na, kasi when law school time, medyo digital na. Nag-digitalize na, right? So, wala pa rin. Walang gumagawa. But of course, I cannot do that. Okay na. Grabe na. Pag ginawa ko pa ng law school, tinakaya ko. What so, will you sacrifice furthermore? Wala. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, sabi ko, okay. Baka naman may gumawa later on, right? Okay. So, law school. So, okay. Law school. Then, I become a lawyer na I pass the bar. Then, you know, oh. in Concept Machine, we've been building websites for others. And this is our, we breathe this this kind of business. We build tech products. We build websites, mobile apps for everyone, right? This lawyer na ako sabi ko, hey, you know, I think it's, star- it's time to st- to build our own startup. And let's solve mm-hmm. solve a problem. Sabi ko, kailangan talaga nito. Wala pa rin. May grab na. Dati Uber pa, di ba? May Uber right. na lahat. Everything has been digitalized. You can book hotels, flights, restaurants. You can you can buy groceries. You can buy beauty products like I buy in in Sephora and everything else. But yep. beauty services. You know this, Ron, right? As a startup founders, we always want to fill a gap. Sabi ko, everything has been digitalized. But the salon and wellness industry, wala pa. So, Rico, this is it. Ito na gawin natin. Ito na gawin natin. <laughs> so, probably, Miko can kwento, like, what was his reaction when I pitched to him? Hindi niya makikiram ng developers, by the way. So, later, you can only see Miko's face right now. <laughs> imagine we have concept machine. But he didn't allow me to build the app that I like. Or the website that I like. <laughs> he didn't allow me to do that. Hey, let's build this na. So probably Miko can continue the story. Looks like it was an ally <laughs> first. Until this... Okay. Okay. To be fair, I did not know the industry. I I, I was in Gupit. I, I cut my hair three times a year. So that's not just... Bro, I I'm Kalbo. So I don't know uh, what you're talking about. One, once a month. No, the industry at all. Um, and when she said that, I was like, well, I don't know verbatim, but the first thing I said was, may pera ba dyan? To that, uh, 
<laughs> because we're in the business of making money. You're going to get resources, uh, uh, assign it to your pet project at the time, and then we're not going to be able to, I mean, get more clients. So basically, we're, I don't know, halving our capacity to, to build a startup. So I said, um, wait, explain to me. I mean, obviously, it's not like a formal business meeting, but explain to me what you want to do um, like that. I, I don't want to, I mean, we're, we're full capacity now. We have a lot of clients. I can't just pull in developers to, to build something like that. So I said, oh, as much as what we can do is we can get some of our designers. Um, we can design a deck. And then you can pitch to whatever salons there, do your thing, and then come back to me if there's interest. Oh my God, she's talaga. So she went, <laughs> oh my God. You should know talaga. by now, she never stops until she gets what she wants. <laughs> and then right? what she said, okay, so you're not lending me um, development, you don't lend me anything. Um, you're going to lend me a, a designer and you're going to lend me your driving services. So uh, we went around Metro, <laughs> Makati. I, I dropped her off in that and she went to all of the salons. That she, and then she pitched Parlon, she pitched like that. Um, she can tell her how she pitched. But basically, she came back to me with, I don't know, 20 sign-ups. Uh, wow. <laughs> and then, oh, here's the plan. Here are the menus. So she have brochure menus of these salons. Um, mm. We're going to build like um, uh, a front-end website for them where all the menus are. Here are the intricacies that I've learned talking to these 20 salons. So basically, yeah. we started with a good foundation already. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. that's, what, that's literal validation of, of, of an idea. <laughs> that's what it is. But I want to understand, just again, before we take our last break, this, yeah. based, on, based on LinkedIn, this was June 2019, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, what was that like? Again, pre-pen... The world, the, the way my it's mind tough, operates yeah. now is pre-pandemic, pandemic, post-pandemic, yes. right? Yeah. Pre-pandemic is a totally different world. It's like, ah, oh, that used to be the good old days, right? Yeah. But what 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 is that conversation uh, like? And then how did that transition to when everything shut down during the pandemic? Yes. So actually, a little more story about the parlor and how I pitched Miko. Actually, the logo was sitting there for so long. 2018. Nandun lang siya. Oh. designer. I have this uh, Sneaky, sneaky. logo. <laughs> I didn't actually, even know. <laughs> but actually, oh, you tayo, ganyan. Mahilig ako sa color set and I place. So that, that logo was sitting on for years na in our drives, no? Mm. But actually, as a founder, natakot din ako. Kahit feeling mo, magaling ako magbenta. Natakot din ako magpitch before I had the courage to start pitching to my suke salons, right? Mm. So 2018, nandun na yung uh, logo, try-try gawa. So I started pitching, I think, formally telling it to my kung saan ako nagpapabrowse, kay Brahouse, ganyan. Started it March 2019. Mm. March 2019. So yun na, as in, I really literally pitched with a brochure. Not even a prototype, not even a UI, but wow. brochure and a logo. Hey, uh, I'm I'm trying to build this this startup. It will be a directory first. So yun, yun yung pitch ko muna. Okay. Directory. Probably as a tech professional, I don't want to bombard them with the, the the greatest technology because <laughs> hindi nila agad yun maabsorb. Yeah. Eh. This is not like food panda or grab na sanay na for restaurants and food, right? Uh, this salons, it's kind of new to them. So sabi ko, oh, we, we just need a directory. Yep. So, so far, Five agreed, ten agreed, then twenty agreed. So that was March 2019. June 2019, June or July 2019. Uh, it was Rice Conference in Hong Kong. So I think that's where we. No, I didn't go to 2019 Rice. 2019. Okay, okay wait, wait. I, I think that's the last Rice before before pandemic. Right. So talagang pibo talaga ako. Tiro kaka on board ko lang ng March uh, ng mga mga merchants. Nag sign up na ako for Rice Conference. Tohaba wow. booth. <laughs> 
You saw RT Lopez you're doing you're like uh, getting all the rice delegates there from the Philippines. I mean, we could be RT that that That's his sick. He, every time there's a rice, he's the he's the tour guide. He, he's the one who gets every all the Filipinos that go to rice. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So June so June July 2019, we have to have merchants there kasi magde-display kami sa mar- sa rice. Eh. Right. So during the rice conference, we have 24 merchants sign up merchants with with listing with mini in hong kong yeah yeah we that's, holy that's shit how did you even pitch that's our day one live so okay. that i did it march to june to onboard those to first Wait, local 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 okay. Hindi hong kong. okay 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 so, got it so then you know we have filipinos don't right right display na, hey parlon is now live in philippines okay uh, so june or july 2019 mm. exactly we had 24 merchants. So, me kasi, talagang as an entrepreneur, I really have, I'm proud that the parlor that I envisioned since 2019-2018, that's the parlor what it is to now. Nice. I feel it, even the design. Kasi mm-hmm. ganun ako, medyo forward think- thinking talaga ako eh. This right. is what I like. Uh, this is, this is, should be. So, I had so many plans noon, 2019. Okay, na-launch na natin yung directory. Mm-hmm. We had 20. Merchants probably next month will have 50, will have 80. I was able to reach almost 80. Yan. Wow. Then, of course, ang, ang next ko, I launched the directory, would be next, would be booking and the buying part. Got it. So, March 2020, Women's Month, March 8, 2020, you know, we started launching. Let's have a baby e commerce. Okay. Just to test it out. March 8, 2020. Okay. Boom. March 14, yeah. pandemic. Okay. Yeah, so okay. The pandemic that we thought na ah, two weeks lang yan, babalik <laughs> two months lang yan, this looking two years, diba? Oh so, my god. During the pandemic, okay, we talagang we were really waiting, okay? Launch na ba? But of course, hindi kami nag uh, wait lang noon without doing anything. Mm. We used that also to build our product. Nice. And waiting for the moment na, hey, this is it. Sige na, launch na natin. Uh, so, while during the two-year time, so we, two-year time, we built the product and we also released a magazine like Low Getter. We shared the stories of the salon owners. Nice. I interviewed the salon owners, then we make an article out of it. You're shy with- type pa? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Then, uh, then what the hell are you talking? What are you talking about? You're a lawyer and you're a shy type. Come on. So, pandemic, we really cannot launch anything. Because it's just a little bit. They were the first one to open, uh, to close. They were the last one. What do you call it? Non-essential. But our product is somehow ready. Then, December 2021, November 2021, sabi ko, you know, let's launch this. The booking oh. and booking. Uh, let's have a good 2022. Let's bring back the glory to the salons. Uh, whatever, kung may mabenta ba tayo o wala, may pumayag bang salons to be, to be, to start selling deals, let's launch it. So, technically, the rebirth of Parlon, even though it's 2019, I don't consider it as our day one. Yeah. Kasi talaga pandemic... It's it's thin air, yeah. right? So, parang the day one of Parlon is really December 2021. So, we yeah. started getting deals there, uh, Parlon. So, that's the complete set na yun, Discover, Book, and Buy, Salon and Wellness Deals. So, back then, December 2021, I had, I think, almost 100 partners. What? Ako lang nun. Wala pa rin tayong head of growth nun. Walang investment. Okay. Walang investment. Hmm. 
bootstrap lahat. Uh, I was the marketing, I was the acquisition, and Miko's tech team. So, That's amazing. Yung, yeah, ano, tech team. Right. Season 2, pandemic. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, now let's check our first last break. Then when we come back, we will now talk about how they were able to then scale Parlon from December 2021 to 2023 as November 2023 as we're doing this. And of course, how they raised 400 mil, not not 400, $400,000 as their pre-seed round. But let's talk about that more after the break. Hey, Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again. And we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey Hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoost time deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, Hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. 
not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor Dragon Pay is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer. Trust Dragon Pay. And we're back from the break. We are still with Miko and Claire Dentodas, the amazing story of Parlan. But I want to understand, while you guys were technically building, Miko, I want to understand, two years of building to prep uh, for, for a launch is a lot of time and you can perfect shit out doing that. Yes. Imagine the sprints that you don't have to rush yeah. because there you have time. How, what, what were you able to build right. um, during that and how did you right. prep the product to be ready for launch during those two years? Right. So that that really required intense immersion with the mm. salon industry and also a lot of conversation with Claire. Like what they want, what they don't want, all of that. Uh, what we wanted to, because uh, from a basic directory to a complete, yeah. it's it's an it's a SaaS, the backend portion. So to a complete uh, SaaS is, you really need to know the ins and outs of the market. And what drove me to code something that I was happy about is my my discipline pre CM is you know um, I want to know Got exactly it. what I'm coding and where it's headed. It's not like I want to code blind. So we were building, see here's what we were back doing. End. We were building the mm-hmm. admin dashboard, what they call the partner hub, yeah, the back end for the salons, where they would have the CRM, they would have the booking a management with a calendar, and then they also have like the, nice. the deals where they can sell deals and see how many sales they have. Um, and then on the front end side, obviously there has to be a front end booking platform and also a front end e-commerce platform. And all of that in two years was, um, I would say more than enough time, but since um, again, think of it as a transition between the CM because in my head at the time it was a CM project. Um, at that time, because um, obviously we're still building Parlon and then eventually Parlon to a life on its own, and that's where I had to half myself yeah. is okay. It's not a CM project; it's now a Parlon project kind of thing. But before that, because when it was still there, um, what I did was I made this uh like a strike team, like a CM team. Now I pulled them out of all of their projects. I said, you're just going to be focused on Parlon. That is me saying I'm equally invested already in this path because these people could just make us money, but never mind, let's build Parlon. And you're not going to accept any projects. That's I'm not going to treat them as a CM um, team. I'm not going to say, ah, oh, we have a no, and I'm not going to sign up to any project. It's like, just stay in Parlon um, because I want the developers to also understand the intricacies of the salon business. I don't want them to see this as just another project that they're doing. Because it's different if you're doing a project that you're doing for yourself. Super different. And so every time 
we create something I always ask there Claire. You go. So Claire is my big way to the go salon to the industry. <laughs> um, <laughs> and get a reband. Ano ba? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, we tried a lot. Dami ko nang alam. Dami ko nang alam. Dati di ko alam yung balayad. The only no the is uno, yeah, zero. That's it. That's my haircut. And then fade. That's all I know. Okay, but I want to now understand, right? So, in my first life, in startup life, uh, again, I did similar, uh, in a similar way, the easiest one to always get is the supply before the demand. In a multi-sided market, B2B2C, so the equivalent mm. of the parlors and the salons that you have are the clubs. Good thing is there's only probably a couple dozen of them tops. I don't have to go. And parlors and, and and salons are everywhere, right? So that that's whew, that's a sh- uh, that's a lot of hair. 40, we're gonna we're gonna be cutting, but that's actually the easy part. <laughs> the hard part is getting the B two C part. How are you then able to get to match that supply with demand, Claire? Yes. Cut, yeah, it's cut, not just cut. hard, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The B2C part. So, uh, yeah, with the bootstrap mindset, no? One month team nga ako acquisition in marketing, no? So, I always yeah. believe that if I give good supply, Correct. the consumer will also follow. With limited resources, I don't have money to spend too much Facebook ads. So, so far, our growth now, it's organic, almost Ooh. organic, zero to minimal paid ads. Our Ad. But I know I'm always proud of that. Na, okay, zero to minimal paid out style, community driven, organic. I know it's a proud moment, but it's not scalable to the unicorn dreams that we like, mm-hmm. right? So, but it's a good start to launch Parlon. So, how did we do that? So, talagang ano siya, uh, talagang bootstrap wow. and organic and word of mouth style na naman. So, but again, that's not mm-hmm. scalable and that's not sustainable if, if you want to scale this game. Uh, but again, go bring back. I believe if I have good supply, mm. meaning I have good best deals and nationwide, best lashes, pinakamura and pinakamaganda, best deals in Asta, best deals in Bra House, best deals in Emphasis, and even, you know, salons na never nag deals, best deals in Benibana, never nag deals, but finally nice. nag deal and promo na in Parlon. So I think offering that wonderful mm. product from the supply side. The wonderful services. That's why we really value to have a curated list of, of salons. Yeah. Uh, the consumer will follow. Yeah. But of course, you know, you know, mm. first usage, retained using. Uh, then we yeah. always want to get that first usage. So, so far, with our growth for two years, uh, it's there to minimal big? paid ads. How organic big so growth. far? Uh, From, in terms of so users. We're at users. What do you mean? Sorry. How big do we want to be? Yeah. The salons, uh, yeah, yeah. probably uh, sorry. Salon, salon, salon. Actual okay, users. Actual users. But, but for the salons, but for the salons, we're very proud. It's This nice. is an unprecedented success in the Philippines. Uh, wow. All the marites in the world. Nationwide. There you go. Mm-hmm. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. 500 wow. plus brands, uh, not branches. Nationwide. And almost what? 100 branches in Singapore. So we started... Wow, also that is amazing. So now so, it makes a lot of sense. But okay, coming from a traditional... And honestly, I, I view now because it's harder for me. This year was all about learning how to operate PNA from a startup mindset to how you guys ran um, Concept Machine. It's hard because I had to unlearn and now all of a sudden like, hey, I'm optimizing for profit. I'm trying to keep my costs super low coming from this level. It's a hard thing, but I, I think I know how to 
operate a business now and and not burn too much cash. But from a traditional startup, uh, mm-hmm. I mean traditional business mindset, to all of a sudden becoming startup founders, who you're trying to you know do grow, grow, grow. What were the things you had to unlearn to become tech startup founders full time here? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's still concept machine, but mm. if this is something that you guys really want to trudge on. Or the things you had to unlearn from how you guys did Concept Machine? Mm-hmm. We do not adhere to the growth at all costs mindset. Like, you, you know, tapo ng pera nice to get ads mm-hmm. just to, for your brand to be there. All time. Mm-hmm. But we had a great balance. Una, hindi ko pa yun. Hindi yun kaya na sikmura ko nung una. Talaga ba? Ano tayo? Uh, medyo hindi. Mm-hmm. Diba? We're... Revenue, then profitability, yeah. right? Uh, so, talaga ba ganito yung side? Nung una, hindi ko talaga kaya as an entrepreneur mindset. But of course, we cannot, mm. yeah, we cannot <laughs> compromise also growth. So, it should be a right balance of growth, revenue generating, and profitability. And that's where I also learned, I'm not a finance major, but I started learning, especially yep. when you get to raising funds and investment, you need to learn also the finance. Uh, we learn, mm. it, learn it by doing as well. So I know how to make financial models, you know, uh, you know, we, we present things like that to investors, right? The financial model up to five years, mm-hmm. the top line, the bottom line, probably some will just show it okay for investors. But I, I take that seriously because that's actual and yep. that's how you will really run the business. So my startup mindset and my entrepreneurial mindset as a traditional one, we merged it mm-hmm. and probably find a sweet spot at the middle, not compromising growth. But at the same time, laser focus to the profitability. And of course, it has to be revenue generating. That's why day one of Parlon, which is this mm. November 20, 2021, I love it's it. revenue Sounds generating. Now, Nico, how about you? Uh, did, did you change how you built product? Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's just, I mean, it's the same learnings with mm. an agency style. It's just more emphasis in that learnings. Because what I mean by that is with an agency style, there's always a year where you can just cruise. And say I'm fine. Um, I'll just you can't do that with startups. You you can cruise and then yeah. So so more now is more emphasis in actually, and I said this before also. Yeah, but I'll just say that more emphasis in letting teams do it for yourselves. More emphasis in actually building this and not doing it yourself. That's the first thing I started telling my team because my team transferred from CM to and is they knew that my style was I'll go to war with you, Deva. Right? Now I had to talk to them saying when right. I'm on like. Don't make figure me it out when I'm unresponsive. Mm. Learn to push it to production. Yeah, figure it out. Like I can't be always there anymore. So that's where I said more emphasis because don't be scared to push the button to bring things to production. Don't be scared to make a call that will affect the product. <laughs> I'll be there, man. I mean, we're not gonna we're not That's fine. So it's more emphasis in in team empowerment. More emphasis in not doing things um on your own. That's that's. What I said, I'm still... Sounds good. It's in the process of learning, basically. And to add to that, probably you noticed that we talk like we're really builders, eh? product builders. Yeah, we're builders. Uh, so yes, ma'am. Metro lecture type. <laughs> so the difference <laughs> in launching. <laughs> Between launching like campaign websites that will just run one to three months, tapos na. A lifetime of a website would run one yeah. to three years. Ang ganda na yan, pag five years, right? But with the startup, we're, we're building tech, building tech products. We're not building a tech product that would run for three months. So in startup terms, tech mm-hmm. debt, we're avoiding tech, der- tech debt. So from the get on, we might mm-hmm. not be as fast builders as we want. 
because we're not building a one to three month old website. We're building something scalable and hindi siya itatapon lang and just build another one. What mm-hmm. we're building now is a foundation for probably what we will have two to three years from during now. During the, the pandemic again. Years. Pre-building. You don't even have a tech debt. You probably had a tech surplus <laughs> at that point when you when you built product for two years. So that's amazing. All right. Now let's talk yeah. about the $400,000 million question. Right. How were you able to raise uh, the 400K pre-seed? We didn't actively look for investors. Probably that's why you said... No, it just happens to me all the time. Because I'm, I'm also right? in my own cave. I'm just focused. And then all of a sudden, whoa, nay, that's nice. I'd love to have yeah. you on the show. So, yeah. <laughs> so we didn't actively okay. look for for investors, really. Balik na naman ako dun sa yung what I believe in. If I have a good product, I have a good story, of course. That whole whole model, whole approach, no? So... Uh, the, the investors tell stories that we have, how we got them. It's really mm-hmm. interesting. Yung iba, leap of faith na naman. Destiny. How, how we found Like one of them, uh, I just attended a nice. female founders event. Then one of them invested. One, one investor would be uh, Kickstart invited me to speak in the Startup okay. Build Fest. I think back in Feb, one of two guys uh, saw me, listened to my talk and reached nice. out and finally invested also. Uh, some reached out via LinkedIn. Then, of course, we had no's then, both ends, like investors saying no to us and us then saying no to investors, not taking their money for now. So, yeah, I think uh, probably it's diff- it's a different story. I didn't go pitching and pitching to so many investors. Wow. Uh, I, I, believe it, I believe in founder, founder investor fit. Yeah. And also that they love the product also. And number one, they believe in us as founders. But can you expand on founder investor fit? Because not everybody has that that choice. Again, for a vast majority of the founders, they'll take whatever freaking money is out there because they need it, right? Because they have, again, they're operating in a startup uh, way of operating businesses. Burn, burn, burn. Grow, grow, grow. If you can try to grow and then try to extend your runway through investment or funding. Right. Um, it's rare that you have the leverage to actually say no to look for the founder investor fit. But what did you find in these investors that you are you allowed to take in um, that, mm-hmm. that resonated well with you guys as founders? Mm-hmm. So more than the money, they can advise us on either tech, mm. on either marketing or beauty, beauty industry in general. So that would be wonderful. And of course, some assistance also in investor relations. And probably one of our investors is A2D Ventures. Uh, it's a Thai group. So probably most likely they will help us expand in Thai also. Go. So Which is a very yeah. big market, the highest very GMV per capita uh, in Southeast Asia. Uh, people don't market. even know that, right? The only challenge is language. Good luck. There uh-huh. you go. Yeah, there language. You go. Why we didn't decide to go to Thailand uh, for our first market expansion, we decided to go to Singapore because it's in English. Okay, la. So probably it be Thai and Indonesia. All right, sounds good. But again, before we wrap this baby up, oh. what? So you uh, you recently announced this. What's up next for you guys in Parlon? Because I'm pretty sure this is not the last time we will have you here on Hustle Share. You will be on Founders Only to talk about Kilai. And all the threading, <laughs> Miko, I'll be asking you about those things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but well, what's up next for you guys again? You have you have you have now the, the artillery to grow mm-hmm. at a pace that you know that's fast but still fundamentally good. What's up next for you guys? Mm-hmm. So back then we focused on growing the supply. Mm. 
So the 500 plus merchants. This time we will focus more on consumer growth. I'm I'm gonna make sure every Filipino and Filipina would know about Parlon and will book buy their salon services via Parlon. So that's one aspect of the user growth. As mentioned, I'm proud. It's zero to minimal paid ads, co- organic, community driven, but definitely it will not make us unicorn or decacorn someday. Uh, this one and probably uh, plant seeds and kick off our Southeast Asia market expansion. So we've, we've plant seeds already in Singapore. So probably accelerate that also. And of course, we have the product. That is amazing. And thank you so much, Claire <laughs> and Miko. I love your story. Uh, again, uh, but before I let you go, again, there's people that have bad hair days right now or, you know, it's November at the moment. Don't worry, wait, not till the end of November. Get that haircut. Where do they go to find you and how do they do that? To go to www.parlon.ph or just download an app available on App Store and Google Play Store. So if you're in SG, go to parlon.sg and you'll see our salons also there. I will definitely tell my wife about this after uh, yes. this episode. But before I let you all follow us in whatever uh, podcast app you're listening to, whether Spotify, Apple Podcast, or any type of podcast app. And if you did say some jargon or any links that you need to know of in this episode, it's going to be in the show notes on hustleshare.com. And lastly, if you want to go subscribe, Subscribe and support Hustle Share the same way uh, the investors of Parlon su- supported them. You can go and check it out at premium.hustleshare.com. Again, Miko and Claire, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.